Jesus loves stories, not elaborate or complicated stories, but simple stories with, with everyday, commonplace characters and situations. Jesus spoke to the people of his own day, and he, and he taught them with examples that he couldn't help but understand. He shared stories about fathers and sons, workers and bosses, shepherds and sheep, widows and judges. Everyone who heard these stories would have understood the characters because the situations were so familiar. But even though Jesus tells simple stories in familiar situations, these stories are not straightforward. They are open-ended, and they're often upsetting. They have peculiarities and that do not seem quite right. These stories do not reinforce what we already know. These stories are meant to change us and change the way that we look at the world. These stories are meant to crack us open, maybe even break our hearts, so that we might see the world from a new perspective, from God's perspective. And Jesus calls this perspective, God's perspective, the kingdom of heaven or the reign of God. And for Jesus, this kingdom wasn't a place, but God's power to set things right in the world. When Jesus speaks of the kingdom, Jesus is pointing to a, to a final culmination of the future where true justice and peace and joy will finally be realized. But, but Jesus also points to this very moment where the kingdom is revealed in moments of wholeness and healing. And all of Jesus's acts were meant to reveal and enact this kingdom of God. So when Jesus healed someone or forgave someone or ate with outcasts and sinners, Jesus was revealing just what the kingdom looks like. The kingdom looks like healing and wholeness. The kingdom looks like forgiveness and reconciliation. The kingdom looks like an abundant banquet where everyone is welcome. And the stories that Jesus shares invite us to change so that we might grow and live more and more into the perspective of the kingdom. Jesus shares these stories so that our lives might more and more reflect and reveal Jesus's own life. This morning, Jesus tells a story about gardening and about crops and about a sower. It is a simple story, but a peculiar one. Jesus says, listen, and then proceeds to talk about a sower indiscriminately scattering seed. Some seed falls on the path and is eaten by birds. Other seed falls on rocky soil and perishes because it cannot take root. And still other seed falls among thorns and the, and the thorns choke the seed to keep it from growing. And yet, and yet some of the seed falls on good soil and produces an extraordinary and abundant crop, 
of up to 100 to 1. It is a simple story, but like I said, it is peculiar. I mean, I have done a bit of gardening in my life, and as far as I remember, this is not how one sows seeds. In the gardening I've done, I've dug up the soil and prepared the ground. I've created evenly spaced rows to allow for the flourishing of the plants. I've carefully spread the seed to enable the potential flourishing of each and every seed. Now, on a more grand scale, I imagine one cannot be as particular as I have been in my little vegetable gardens. But one still would take care because of course, if one's livelihood depends on the success of the seed, then one has all the incentive in the world to get it right and to make sure that the seed has every chance of success. That's how most folks would do it, but not this sower. This sower is not looking only for good soil that has been prepared to receive the seed. This is not a discriminating and judicious sower. Rather, this is an extravagant and perhaps even reckless sower, a wasteful sower, maybe. This is a sower who is captivated by a sense of abundance. Here is a sower who scatters seed everywhere. This is a sower who is acting with the radical hope that the seeds will grow on pathways and rocky ground, and even among thorns. Here is a sower who is indiscriminate. And if we see God in this sower, then we can see that, that God's love and God's invitation and God's grace is for all of us in whatever state of life we may be. God sees the pathways and the rocks and the thorns in our lives, and God even scatters grace in those places. God is not only or just concerned with good soil, and thus is not only and just concerned with the so-called good people or the good parts of our lives. No. Instead, God is looking to transform all people and each and every part of everyone. For indeed, God is always at work, always looking to shed a bit of grace into each and every moment of our lives. The 20th century monk Thomas Merton once wrote, every moment and every event of every man's life on earth plants something in his soul. Most of these seeds perishes, perish, he says. So many opportunities are lost. And yet, and yet we have no cause for despair because God's grace is not restrained. In each and every moment, God plants something in our souls and in our world. Some of what is planted will take root in the good soil of freedom and spontaneity and love. And the task, it seems, is to prepare ourselves for that grace. But it's important to realize that we cannot predict or know just what counts as good soil. Yes, when Jesus 
interprets this parable of the sower, he does give us examples of, of folks who, for a variety of reasons, cannot receive the word of the kingdom. Misunderstanding, trouble and persecution, anxiety and greed can and do inhibit our ability to respond to God's grace. And yet, and yet God's grace is such that God is sowing seeds even in the places of our lives and in our world that seem broken and beyond repair. God is not holding back. God does not give up. God bids and invites and looks to draw us out. God places the gift of God's grace in the, in the broken and confused and, and maladjusted parts of our lives. God sheds grace on the folks that we think are beyond pale and are hopeless, even when these folks are us. Our times are broken, so, so broken. Our lives are so disrupted. Because this is so, it is all too easy to succumb to feelings of of hopelessness and despair, powerlessness and inadequacy. The problems and the dysfunction can seem to be insurmountable. And it is exhausting. And it is infuriating. And it is seemingly a reason to just give up. And yet, and yet even in times like this, God is scattering grace into the midst of our lives. Even in times like this, maybe, maybe especially in times like this, God's grace is looking to draw us out and plant seeds of, of change and transformation in us and all around us. Maybe especially in times like this, God's peace and justice and love are looking to transform our lives and looking to transform our world. Lord, make us instruments of your peace. Make us instruments of your love. Jesus shares this simple story about this extravagant sower. So we might know that, that God's grace and God's love are here. Always, always here. Seeds of the kingdom are being sown all around us and everywhere. And so the invitation is to open our hearts, open our ears, and listen. The invitation is to, to open our hearts, open our lives to the seed of God's grace that is, is looking to spring up in our lives. For indeed, Indeed, God is an extravagant sower, and God does give the growth. Amen.